Hey, what's up, Dumpster Dwellers? We're trying something new uh, with a little ripe reviews. And uh, we're going to be bringing you some uh, some new movies uh, sh- in short format uh, just to kind of give you like our uh, knee-jerk reaction and our, and our thoughts. And we're kicking it all off with uh, Godzilla vs. Kong from uh, 2021. Just dropped the other day. Uh, I watched it on HBO Max, but Joe, you went to the theater, and can you kind of, uh, you gotta tell me about this, but how was it? Okay, I'm fresh off of it from last night, uh, we went to, you know, it's been a long time, you know, we didn't know if you were gonna be going back to the theaters or anything like that with COVID and stuff, uh, me and my fiance, uh, Julie both have both of our shots, um, and we felt comfortable enough to uh, to go check it out. And this was one of those movies that I kind of needed to see in the theater. So we got um, we were very fortunate because um, our IMAX theater out here, we're in Pennsylvania, and uh, we went to the one in Center Valley AMC, and there was like fucking nobody there, right? And there's usually nobody there to begin with. So we have this kind of nice uh, promenade area where there's like really good restaurants and 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 the movie theaters. So uh, we got to eat in a in a socially distanced uh, restaurant, and um, we enjoyed that some some Thai food, and then uh, we saw a fucking Godzilla vs Kong in IMAX. Giant lizard versus big monkey. Oh my goodness! Uh, even though he's technically not a monkey, I know that it's just it's kind of a meme. It's funny. I know. I well, right? He's a fucking he he's he just resembles a monkey, right? Or a gorilla, rather. Yeah, he's like he's almost like somewhere in the middle between man and and monkey. He's a titan. He's a giant fucking anomaly. <laughs> well, right. As we found out in King of the Monsters, obviously. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, I I didn't... Um, I don't want to say I loved this film, but I really liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah, same. And um, we were talking before this that we're probably going to keep it a little uh, loose on any kind of spoilers until we kind of get through an overview, and then we're going to kind of let you know when the spoilers are coming, if you don't want to hear them. But, uh... Hopefully you've seen it by now. So what? Uh, so what do you think? What was your first impression? I liked it a lot. I mean, if you uh, were there, any of our patrons for the uh, the watch alongs of Skull Island and King of the Monsters, you know, I like Skull Island, but I thought King of the Monsters kind of sucked. To be perfectly honest, like that scene with Rodan was great. Uh, when he's flying in the sky, taking out the uh, jet planes and everything. Mm. And, you know, that final confrontation with Ghidorah is cool. But the rest is like, oh, man, this is kind of a uh, drag. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the human story still was a, a little weak, I think, overall. But there was enough characters that I could kind of bond to. And, uh, you know, that that made it a little, a little less painful. And uh, the monster fights are great, so I liked it a lot more. I, I gave it a uh, you know my own personal rating, probably a four out of five. Yeah, I think that's I think that's kind of accurate. Yeah, you know that first that first remake was was kind of was kind of dark for, for most of it. And I don't mean like the lighting; I mean like the tone of it all. It's very serious and it's very. Um, dramatic which was fine because i think i think uh america kind of needed to do that um at least with that first you know give give it a, give it a better go than the 98 version yeah um and then king of the monsters was supposed to be you know the balls out monster fight thing but they kept a lot of that over the top dramatic realism that i i it works for some things but i feel like you know for godzilla it, you only need so much of it, right? So King of the Monsters was whatever, you know, there was cool monster fights like Sean said, but that human element, I, fucking no thank you. It, it just was not good. We got the Orca device, Dad! We gotta get the Orca <laughs> device! 
Millie Bobby Brown, who could give a shit about you and your family in that movie? Like, again, it's very much like running around like, oh, don't do that, uh, or I'll have to save you. Hey, Dad, I have to do this. Come save me, for whatever reason. Um, and, of course, Skull Island was... I think is the best out of out of the the new series uh, thus far before we before I talk about uh, GVK. But um, agreed. Skull Island just hit all the right notes. It it was it was bright. It was colorful. It looked great. Uh, a lot of good monster stuff. the The human story was fine. It didn't take itself too seriously, but there was still enough drama in there to kind of satiate all that. Um, but yeah, fast forward to to, to Godzilla versus Kong. Um. I think we're starting to crack the code here, right? Because that super dramatic element is not in this film. And all of the um, the pieces, uh, or the human elements rather, act a lot more like those classic Godzilla films where it's like semi kind of like spy movie. You know, we're breaking into shit and looking for things and, and trying to trying to figure out this uh, mystery uh, behind this corporation and all this stuff. Um, all in the midst of... Godzilla attacking uh, 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 the mainland and and this corporation for reasons unknown. And um, the way that they bring Kong and Godzilla together, I thought, was pretty clever. Um, Yeah. And felt good. Um, And all of the Hollow Earth stuff felt really good. Like, it it was the right level of, like, silly that I that I liked and it works for this for these types of movies and they embraced it a lot. I think Wingard really embraced. It. I mean, this is still written by Michael Doherty who who um who did the uh, uh King of the Monsters, but this is uh it's a lot more fun, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. The ride is a lot more fun. I'll say like the monster fights are a lot better in this one too. Like you get a lot of uh especially like the first uh, main fight between Kong and Godzilla and then that last one. Without going into it, we'll go into it in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, both of those were great fights. Uh, I screamed at the screen the entire time. I was like, <laughs> it, I was having so much fucking fun. It like rejuvenated me. It was crazy. I was definitely jumping off my couch. That's for sure. Yeah. One character I want to talk about, you know, that I don't, th- I don't think is a huge spoiler. She was in all the trailers, but this little girl. Yeah. Kind of for me, her connection between her and Kong kind of made the movie loved it uh i thought it was fun i thought it was great it was it was almost like uh, i so you we needed a relation to the monsters right and that was it kong is kong is basically the protagonist of this film yeah for sure yeah he he just wants to take a nap he wants to be left the fuck alone <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah she almost functions like uh the shobijin for mothra Kind of? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she kind of speaks for Kong and communicates with Kong. Um, and there's some there's some pretty heartfelt moments uh, that, that I thought worked really well. What did you, uh, what did you think of the score? I thought it was pretty good myself um i liked it Who who's doing this one i forgot i always forget the name i don't know but they definitely kind of did the similar thing as king of the monsters where they would just bring that godzilla theme like the classic one in when he would show up and i i want to say they did it with the classic kong theme but i didn't go back and check well the bear mccreary did king of the monsters and it's escaping me right now who did um the one for, for this movie um i think it's like an i think it's like an adam wingard like regular that he uses for his films but um I, I think don't quote me on that but um the godzilla theme that you're talking about it's like a dime store version of it because it's not exactly <laughs> the toho sure the the, the uh uh the ifukube um 
score, the which I thought was a little strange. Like, you have it, but you don't. Like, why didn't you just fucking do it? I don't know. It was fine, though. I thought it was good. No, yeah. Uh, other, th- do you have anything else you want to mention before we kind of just go into spoilers? Like anything else you feel like that you want to cover to the general, uh, film? Um, the balance of this movie feels very good to me. I would mostly agree. Yeah. You know, I, I think, I think the pacing is fine. I think the story that all the human stories are fine. Uh, a lot of it's cliched, but it works. That's it, it works for these types of movies. Like this is, if you're going to do them, this is the movie to do them in, but it never feels like, um, it never feels forced or like corn. I mean, there's a couple things we can talk about when we get into spoilers. Um, but it never feels like so fucking stupid that it, you you know you're rolling your eyes at it. And also, you have to embrace the fact that this is motherfucking Godzilla vs. King Kong. Right. Like well. what 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 are you expecting? Exactly. The only thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, and I get they're setting up story. Uh, I just felt like the first half hour just really was moving at a fucking snail's pace. And then uh, once... Really? For me, at least. Like, it was interesting interesting material they were kind of conveying that comes back later in the movie. So it's like, okay, it's all relevant. But it's just like, man, maybe I sound like a jerk for saying this, but I really was like, come on, we need to get to these monster fights. And uh, once we do, they don't ever really slow down. So I, I guess I shouldn't complain. But that was my only, like, real negative about the film. Yeah, I, I, I mean, and, and that's subjective, really. Because I, I thought it was fine. I think they spend just the right amount of time, kind of introducing you to the to the new set of characters, um, and and what they do and how they're relevant to the plot and stuff. Um, but that's my opinion. No, sure. But uh, but yeah, if uh, if you don't want any spoilers to the film, or maybe if you do, uh, you might want to shut it off or keep listening because we're about to jump in right now. Uh, speaking about characters <laughs> returning from the first film that are just not relevant at all in this movie, by the way. Uh, Kyle Chandler, why is he in this film? I don't know, because Millie Bobby Brown needs to be there for whatever reason. Right. She is a little better in this movie. I feel like they were like, okay, let's steal the plot line from Stranger Things Season 3, but like Dustin's storyline where he goes into like this fucking base. <laughs> uh, that, that's what it felt like to me a little bit. It's Okay, so... And she's like hip now, because she's older, she's drinking coffee and shit. I guess. Um, And it's she's very much like the Brian Cranston role in the first movie because she's like got Mm. shit all over her room and stuff right and she listens to like this podcast where this guy is uh working at this like evil corporation and like spoiling their secrets but never gets caught apex is what they're called yeah right and is that supposed to be like the uh organization from king of the monsters or is this totally unrelated charles dances stuff it's a monarch facility i think uh, but Apex, I mean, <laughs> it's pretty on the nose, but I kind of like it because it's like, oh, well, what is Apex doing? Hmm. Oh, well, building an Apex Predator, a.k.a. Okay. Yes. We're, we already said we're spoiling shit. Yeah. Uh, Mecha Godzilla, we kind of already knew because of marketing. Wait, I want to wait to get to Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> let's. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, l- come on, l- come on. That's like the that's like the the crescendo of the fucking movie. Yeah, cuz we meet this what was this character's name? Uh this conspiracy guy that Millie Bobby Brown and her friend meet up with. Oh, uh jeez, I couldn't fucking tell you. Conspiracy nut, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's like She's like she's like, "Oh, Millie Bobby Brown from Monarch, let me in." <laughs> and he, he opens the door. He's got these like Egon Spangler ass fucking binoculars on he's like oh oh i know you like they didn't need to like 
I guess they just wanted to bring her back and dude back because they're familiar characters from the last movie. But like, you could have put anybody in this role, which which is fine. And the kid from Deadpool two is there, and he's funny as shit. He's in a bunch of Taika Waititi movies. Um, I really like him. I think too. I was thinking about this after the fact. It's like you know, I was talking to Tony from Hack the Movies. He keeps coming up, but I was talking to him about the movie. And uh, I was saying to him, I guess they were the only Godzilla characters really in the movie because everybody else was from uh, the Kong universe, I guess, either, you know, from Skull Island or adjacent to Skull Island or brand new sets of characters. Like, they really didn't have too many people from the Godzilla movie come back. No, um, and I guess they wanted to to, to, to bridge that with with Millie Bobby and, and whatever the fuck that guy's name is. Yeah. Um. But I mean, but again, like they function in a, in a sort of different way. We get a little bit of that. No, don't do that because then I'll have to come save you. No, fuck you, Dad. It's for the better of the world or whatever. But it's but it's not uh, yeah the main focus, and that's what I appreciated. We get a little bit of it because you have to have it. But basically, it's um, you know, they they go to break into uh this apex facility, which I really liked because I was like, okay, this feels like a plot of a Godzilla movie, right? Like, sure. Like, there's something bigger going on and, like, we're gonna do, like, this pseudo-spy kind of shit and kind of crack uh, the code or, or the mystery of what the fuck's going on and why Godzilla's attacking and stuff. And I think it was, I think it was fine. Like, yeah. I didn't have a problem with it at all. They, they get on, like, on a fucking monorail and there's just, like, skull crawlers <laughs> in, like, eggs. It's like, what? That was fucking sick! Dude, oh, so they get stuck in this fucking crate with these skull crawlers' eggs and they get transported to this facility in Hong Kong and like like Sean was saying before fucking Mecha Godzilla's there and um and they basically have this like fucking like fighting arena where they let yeah. out skull crawlers and this fucking thing the, the the energy breath from this thing like cuts it in half it's fucking sick yeah loved it I thought for a hot second because when they're walking into like this pit that like Ghidorah was gonna be resurrected and I was like wait no I would have known that going into this if Ghidorah was fucking in here because you just see like claw marks all over and blood I don't know what the hell is gonna happen well kinda so Sarazawa's son um is like working with this guy in Apex to create is that who that's supposed to be yeah that's Sarazawa's son oh my god yeah, yeah, dude. I must have missed that line. Yeah, it's it's like a throwaway, because he introduces him to the guy who does the Hollow Earth shit, and he's like, this is whatever Sarazawa, the Dosekis guy fucking introduces him. Oh, oh my god. I thought that was so, Mechagodzilla has a complete, uh, has an entirely new layer to it, yes. because I wasn't sure how they were going to do it, and like how Ghidorah's skull was going to come back. Turns out... Ghidorah's skull is like sentient, and they use that to neurolink with the fucking uh, Mecha Godzilla. So basically, Ghidorah's skull becomes self-aware and controls the fucking Mecha Godzilla robot. Yeah. So it's basically it's like Ghidorah uh, is born again with inside Mecha Godzilla, which is fucking sick. And they have like this kind of climax to that plot line is that guy like connects, but. Uh, well, there's another thing that happens in the movie. I mean, obviously, if you saw it, you know what it is, where Kong goes to Hollow Earth with the uh, archaeologists and finds, like, that power core or whatever at the center of the Earth or some bullshit. Yeah. And they get, like, a fragment of it, and they scan it, and then I don't know how the hell they them scanning it lets them understand how to harness it. Uh, that's fine. Sci sci science bullshit. Sure. <laughs> it, ma it makes more sense than Godzilla's atomic breath creating a portal, a fucking hole in the ground to it. That made zero sense. 
notes, but whatever. Uh, let me tell you something. That was fucking awesome. It was awesome, but it was kind of stupid even for this movie. Why? I thought that was fucking great. Like it shows you, it shows you how powerful Godzilla is. No, sure, I did. I did like how Kong then took that fucking axe and just like <sighs> came down the fucking hole towards Godzilla. Man, they, they go to fucking Hollow Earth, which is kind of neat. Um, and we like get Kong's backstory. Like that's where he like you know reigned supreme or whatever. Like his species, and like they fought Godzillas or whatever. Um, dude, they fight these like what the hell is this thing he fights? These two uh, viper flying viper creatures. Oh man, those things are cool as hell. I think they're called hellbats, but they're fucking sweet. Yeah, and he, he fucking rips the one's head off and he takes a bite out of the fucking uh, neck. It's like, oh okay, drinks its fucking brains. Uh, I liked, I really liked how Kong's kind had like a society in Hollow Earth, and there was like a statue of Kong, and like they had this axe that was uh, fitted with you know one of the fins from Godzilla's race and like it insinuated yeah right they insinuate they've been fighting for centuries yeah and yeah like Sean said uh, Kong like fires up like charges this fucking axe in like this old uh, 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 power thing and um, Godzilla fucking shoots his breath into the earth because he knows that it's activated and he blows a fucking hole from Hong Kong into hollow earth and like shoots like where they stand like where the scientists and everybody are like standing and Kong's down there it's fucking sick yeah and then like Kong fucking jumps up this hole into fucking Hong Kong um, <laughs> and fights Godzilla. And Godzilla whips his fucking ass. Oh, he whips his ass. Let's talk about the first fight, though, real quick before we talk about that. The big one in the trailers, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty long fight. I thought at first, because they set up this whole thing where this uh, Apex facility gets destroyed by Godzilla mm-hmm. because uh, you find out Apex basically has some kind of orca device that's part of Mechagodzilla, essentially, that's attracting him. Well, it gives off, it gets off that Apex uh, Predator, like, signal or whatever. Right, right. And I thought every time they showed his eyes blue, he was mind-controlled at first, but then I realized as the movie went on, I, it was just a indicator of him using his atomic breath. Yes, but it's also, you can't forget, like, the reason that it was giving off that uh, signal was because it was linked to Ghidorah's skull that was sentient. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah. So Godzilla kept thinking Ghidorah was back, and he had to go fucking whoop an ass. Right. That makes a lot of sense. But anyway, they they take Kong out of Skull Island, which apparently got destroyed by, like, these bad hurricanes, and almost everyone died but that little girl. Yeah. Um. Who, the whole, the whole thing is she can do sign language, and Kong talks to her that way, which... I was kind of like, once it was happening, I was putting it together as it was happening. I was like, ah, I'm kind of okay with that. That's kind of cool, actually. I'm f- I am was fine with it. Like, And Kong wants to go home. It's kind of sad. You feel bad for him. Yeah, he definitely has a, a layer of, like, humanity to the character, and I think it really works. He is almost part of the human element, and I think that's why it works so well. Right? Yeah. I mean, I was on Team Godzilla all the way, but I was, like, also kind of rooting for Kong. I was like, come on, Kong, get up again. Yeah, but yeah, Kong Kong has definitely has, like, the heartfelt story for sure. And um, yes. it, it, it works, you know? Because you can relate to Kong better than you can relate to Godzilla, but Godzilla's still my boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So he comes in, and they have all these battleships, and Kong's, like, chained up on one of them. Oh, man. It's so good. Godzilla's just blowing these fucking ships up, no problem. <laughs> He's fucking spanking all everybody. Uh, mind you, also Kong is sedated somewhat in this scene, so mm-hmm. he's a little weakened. But King Kong, 
uh, goes after him. He, like, flips the fucking ship over, and uh, they, you know, barely release Kong, and they have this awesome fucking, like, underwater fight for, like, a solid minute. Yes. It's really cool. They're, like, yeah, they're fighting each other underwater, and, um... Man, it's just really, it's really well choreographed, too. Like, it, yeah. Like, there's a lot of scenes where you're like, oh shit, oh shit. You know, like Godzilla goes after Kong, and then Kong gets Godzilla, and how's Kong gonna get out of it? And is Godzilla gonna get back up? Is Kong gonna get back up? It's really f- fucking fun. I love when Godzilla goes to, like, kind of leave, and Kong's like, fuck that, and is, like, <laughs> jumping on, like, battleship to battleship oh, yeah. to, like, fucking take out Godzilla. I love how they did it, too, because, like, yeah, yes, there is a clear winner. Like, Godzilla is the motherfucking king of the monsters, but they also... Oh, yeah. And the way they do that is, like, basically they just have Kong submit, more or less, or kind of be the bigger whatever, like, you know... Right, well, he he loses his first fight, and then he comes back with the axe, and they have this huge fight in Hong Kong, which is fucking amazing. Yeah. Throwing each other through buildings and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It ends up with Godzilla just fucking murking him, like, fucking crazy. He shoots him with the atomic breath, and then, like, cuts him up, like, scratches him up and bites the shit out of him, and then stomps on his fucking chest, pretty much, like, caving in his ribcage. Yeah. He almost kills him straight up, like, King yeah. Kong almost dies, and they have to, like restart his heart with this fucking like uh gravity ship they're on and it's he comes back it's fucking cool it's so fucking toho <laughs> it's so like classic godzilla that i'm like this is fuck this is what i wanted this is exactly what i wanted like just go fucking crazy with it go be silly i don't give a shit like you can be serious and do silly shit at the same time and it'd be fun you know yeah and it was also a case too in my opinion just watching that where godzilla he got kind of like put down for a minute there because Ka- because Kong had that axe and, and was kind of, like, giving him the business. Yeah. And then after he was like, all right, you actually knocked me down? Fuck this. And he went, like, full, like, rage mode. And he's, like, crawling on all floors. Dude. Or all fours. And he's, like, going in on Kong. Just really nonstop beating the shit out of Kong. Godzilla runs in this movie. Yeah, he doesn't fly, thank God. No, he doesn't fly, but he runs. Like, he's not just, like, a lumbering whatever. Like, he runs and, like, tackles motherfuckers. I also like the idea of, uh, you know, he has the atomic breath but it's not instantaneous. He has, like, a little bit of a charge-up, and they play into that a lot in the fights where Kong can tell because he's lighting up and keeps punching him in the face and, like, knocking his face around so he can't fire it off. Oh, it's great, dude. And then sometimes, like, he, you know, Kong does his fucking classic, like, uh, jaw break. Yes! But his fingers go in, and he shoots the atomic breath and burns his fucking fingers and shit, dude. It's great. Yeah. They're, like, biting each other's toes and shit, trying to get away. It's fucking great. It's really, really well done. And then they, of course, team up against Mecha Godzilla, who is now sentient, being controlled by the the DNA, I guess, of King Ghidorah, who also, like, in the process, I guess, kills Sarazawa's son? Yeah, oh, he fries his ass. <laughs> he becomes sentient because Sarazawa's son is, like, controlling it uh, neurologically, and I guess, uh, you know, Ghidorah becomes aware when it's charged up with that power and fucking fries uh, Sarazawa in the chair. And kills the fucking, like, CEO of Apex, just for fun. Dude, Doseki's guy gets it good. Um, <laughs> yeah, Connor's dad, see ya. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um... It was great, and then like you know, Mecha Godzilla fucks Godzilla up, yeah. and then um, you know, basically the little girl you know tells you know has Kong help Godzilla because he's like, hey, he's not the enemy. Like you guys shouldn't fight or whatever. Like the Mecha Godzilla is the enemy. Like you were chilling on your fucking island. Godzilla wasn't even coming after you. You know? Yeah. So then he helps him, of course, and that's how they defeat him. It's even more. I can't even describe how amazing it is. 
because yeah. they're like pulling Mechagodzilla's arms across from each other and like beating the shit out of this thing, shooting it with his breath. Kong gets the axe again and fucking Godzilla like charges it up and Kong like fucking cuts the goddamn limbs off this thing, rips its head off. It's so fucking cool. Now, I didn't like this part in particular, but in when I was talking to Tony about this, he put it into kind of a context where then I did like it. What was it? Where I initially did not like the idea that, you know, Millie Bobby Brown and her friend and, you know, the crazy guy mm-hmm. uh, end up helping defeat Godzilla by pouring that fucking bottle of whatever into the computer system whiskey i was like ah that was kind of fucking stupid i wish they just were able to defeat it without any help but he made a good point he's like well you always have the humans help them in some capacity i was like ah all right fine no absolutely again like i said like it really feels like an old toho film i agreed and then i love the way it ends where it's just like king kong and Godzilla kind of looking at each other like, Godzilla, if he wanted to, he could just go back and just finally, you know, finish what he started. Yeah. But he's like, nah, I got your respect. Like, I'm good. And he just pieces out. Well, Kong Kong submits. He drops the fucking axe, you know? Yes. Yeah, that's true. And then uh, Godzilla bounces. But, you know, instead, yeah, he, but Kong also doesn't give a shit because he's like, yo, I'm going to go rule Hollow Earth. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and he becomes the king of Hollow Earth once more. Yeah, I, I actually did like, I mean, I brought her up a few times already, but the little girl, and uh, I don't remember any of their names, but, like, the, the main guy they bring in, who's, like, the expert on the Hollow Earth, and the woman who's basically, like, Jane Goodall, who's the uh, yeah. guardian of the little girl. I thought they were actually all pretty good. I uh, I liked it. I thought it was I thought it was a ton of fun, um, and seeing it in the theater just really, I mean, if this was, like, if I if I I'm, I would sit on my couch and enjoy this, but seeing it in the theater, like with the fucking booming stereo and the giant screen and the ugh, man, it was it was a great time. It was a great time. <laughs> I uh, wonder if Ted Boas enjoyed his uh, 3D fucking viewing that he was telling us about. I don't know. I got to follow up. I got. I'll shoot him an email <laughs> and be like, "Hey, Ted, what did you, you think?" Uh, so definitely my favorite of the. Uh, I guess that we're calling it the MonsterVerse. Definitely the one that I will probably go back to when it comes out on 4K. So I only have the first Godzilla on disc, but I will definitely be picking this up. Um, for sure. It it just it fits so well and has all the things that I want in a in a King Kong versus Godzilla movie. It, it's a lot of fun while still being, it, you know, it's contemporary, but it's also got enough uh, retro juice in it for me where it, it works really well. I, I don't know. This is the kind, this is, this is a fucking popcorn flick through and through. Oh, yeah. It's no high art, but that's, no. not, that's not what I was expecting. I just wanted cool monster fights with at least a decent, human story and we we pretty much got that yeah and i gotta hand it to the to the uh the vfx crew i mean they did a a fucking hell of a job with these fights they're they're really 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 well done oh yeah um and they're long they they are very long you see everything it's really good and the monsters just look great like anytime there's a close-up on godzilla or kong they're always salivating you can really like read their emotions and uh, they also do a lot of stuff in this movie. Where I mean, they've done it in previous films where they show, like, Kong and Godzilla kind of figuring out strategies mid-fight. Yes. And I love that. Oh, it's so good. Like, yeah, they're definitely thinking on their feet and stuff. Um, and there's a shit ton of Easter eggs uh, laced in. Well, they they fly Kong in, like, in the original. Oh, yeah. No balloons this time. They use a net, <laughs> but... It was it's great, man. I love how Kong reacts to the snow and stuff. 
stuff. Yes. Because because the, the Hollow Earth entrance is in um, Antarctica. And I, li- I love the scene where they go into Hollow Earth. I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. I like the, you know, the big thing for me, too, is if they decide to continue this series in any way, I want to see, like, a Kong movie in Hollow Earth. I want to see what that's all about. Sure. It, it, there's a lot of potential there. I don't know exactly what they would have in store. You know, I'd like to see again, it's time for aliens, like for real, for real aliens, like coming and threatening earth and like Geigen comes or like Megalon comes or something, (laughs) you know? Right. If we're going to get another, uh, American one, that would be fucking sick. Yeah. I I would be fine if we stopped here. Like I would be good. I would even take like a new, maybe this is a bad idea to put out into the ether, but I would even take like a new, uh, a new take on space Godzilla. That could be kind of cool. Um, yeah, it, it's just <laughs> you're, you're, it sounds like you're more like I'm good. <laughs> well, here's the thing: I, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, Space Godzilla is born of Godzilla vs. Biollante. I think he just comes from space, but it's been a while since I've seen it. No, 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 because some of his DNA goes into space and then accumulates oh. there and creates Space Godzilla. Okay. Well, Biollante would be cool, too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Well, it's something there because Biollante's part Godzilla as well, and when he fries fucking Biollante, I think he like goes into the atmosphere or something. I, 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 I Don't quote me on that, but it's... I gotta rewatch the fucking Millennium series because it is very good. Well, that's the high side. Well, either way. No, for sure. Uh, High side and Millennium. I gotta revisit. Yeah, totally. I look forward to maybe see if uh, Toho ever is gonna take up the mantle again and see what they would do. I could always use more Toho Godzilla. Again, uh, I would I would have loved a sequel to, to Shin Godzilla. That would have been great. Um, it, it now exists in our culture, like our like the American films, a movie that kind of captures the spirit of of those older films. Maybe not the, maybe not Gojira, but but Godzilla through, you know, through the 60s and 70s. Oh, yeah. And I'm into it. It's got a little flavor from from everything, and even even the, the, the Heisei and uh, Millennium. I don't know. It feels good. It's a ton of fun. It, it's, it's, I'll watch this again for sure, like, like no doubt. Like, I, I'm really looking forward to watching this with my dad. <laughs> I think he's going to have a fucking blast. Oh, he's going to love it. Yeah. That, that has been the, uh, the ripe review. <laughs> Our first one. And, uh... We'll be coming back with our second one actually later this month. Oh yeah, stay tuned. We got some. We got some MK baby. I cannot fucking wait for that. Well, let me tell you something. We're gonna have Connor the skeleton in the house. You know, if you saw that artwork, <laughs> you know all about that uh, over on the Instagram or the Patreon. Uh, as we kind of move into this this event month. Yeah. Totally, uh, super super combat fighter, double dumpster edition turbo, going full out. We got double dragon uh, coming up for you next Friday. Uh, we got uh, Mortal Kombat, the first Mortal Kombat, the original Mortal Kombat. Then we're doing uh, a ripe review of the Mortal, the new Mortal Kombat movie, and then we're doing Street Fighter. And what else we got cooking in there? We got a fucking Doom commentary for Patreon. We got a Patreon watch along of Future Cops, which is a Chinese uh, <laughs> mo- uh, a Chinese movie that rips off Street. Fighter characters and Dragon Ball Z characters and is this weird storyline. It's fucking insane. It's in Cantonese, so we're gonna all be watching along with subtitles. It's gonna be a fucking hoot and a holler. And uh, book to the movie with uh, Lawnmower Man with uh, CB Smith over on Patreon. Also, yeah, got some good stuff on Patreon. We got the commentary, book to the movie, and the watch along. And uh, we'll have some talks from the dark side for you in the main feed. Um, and ripe reviews in the main feed, and of course uh, our regular uh, full length movie dumpster episodes for for this event month i think that's it yeah so yeah hope you enjoyed 
If you want some more good, bad, and god-awful movie goodness, head over to moviedumpsterpodcast.com and follow us on all of your favorite social media and streaming platforms. You can also head on over to our Patreon page and sign up for the 2 5 or $10 tiers for monthly exclusive content, or drop by our merch store and grab yourself uh, some non-committal swag. Yeah, and for no money at all, you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts to support your favorite show. 